So uh, turning to the vaccines and what's the latest on that, how are, what are you hearing as far as the rollout? Does it seem to be going as smoothly as what you would expect in a situation like this? I, I think it's really important that um, we get the vaccine distribution network working really well. I, I've heard that we've got 10 million doses, but only 2 million people vaccinated. So, you know, we're, we're imagining one of the largest rollouts um, at speed that, that we've ever had. And so it's going to be a logistical challenge. I think people need to be, you know, if you get the call, you, you should definitely go and, and help keep it running smoothly. So the latest recommendation from the state of Ohio after healthcare workers and people in nursing homes and, of course, the people that care for the people in the nursing homes, now they're saying their recommendation here in Ohio are people over 65 and, and teachers because they want to get mm-hmm. the kids back to school. What do you think about that? I think that's great. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, as a teacher myself, every time the uh, semester starts, you have a class full of students looking at you, you've got 70 faces looking at you, you you know you're going to get a cold within the first week. And colds, the common cold is a coronavirus. So, um, yeah, I think uh, having having all the teachers vaccinated is is a great, great thing to do. Now, you know, I had a couple conversations over the break with uh, people about how they were going to be visiting with family and friends. And one of them said something interesting to me that I wanted to run past you. Uh, she said, well, you know, I already had uh, I already had COVID-19, and so did some other people in my family. So we just went ahead and got together because we know that we're not contagious. I mean, is, is that true? I mean, just because you've had it once, does that mean you can't get it again? We don't really understand the immunology of coronavirus. <clears throat> so you know that, you know, if you've had a common cold, you, you get a common cold again. And we know that there's a, a window where that can happen in. There are, there are people who've had mild coronavirus infections who have gotten sick again within three to four months. And we know that that's a new strain that they've been infected with because it's been genetically identified. So we're not sure about immunity from getting the infection and how that protects you from additional infections. A lot depends on how your body responds. They have tracked that with the uh, vaccine. And we do know six months out from the vaccine, you you are still clear that you are still protected. Okay. So now since you did talk about the new strain, that brings us to this new strain that came out or at least was first noticed in the UK. And there's a lot of concern about it because it's, they call it more contagious than the regular run of the mill coronavirus, which is pretty bad in it on its own. So how much more contagious is this? And is this something we really need to be on guard for? And will the vaccines that we have cover that? Yeah. So it's a new variant. Um, it's, it's, it's common. It's expected. It's an, it's not a new type. So imagine it's, it's, you know, the, I can say an identical uh, twin with, you know, maybe a slight variation in the eyebrow or something, you know, it's very, very similar to the original strain. It has changes that means that it is, it's, you can pick it up more easily, about 70% more easily than the last strain. So not quite double as infectious, but but more infectious. So that means that the risk of getting it is, is higher if you're exposed. If you do all the things of social distancing and mask wearing and being careful when you go out, 
and trying to protect the, uh, you know, if you have elderly parents, trying to protect them. All those, all those things still work. It's just that this one is much more likely to be transmitted. So let's say you go into a grocery store and you're not wearing a mask and no one else is wearing a mask. If you had 100 people in there, you know, uh, seven more people are going to be infected than would have been infected with the old strain. There's no evidence it makes you sicker. It's just it's more easily transmitted. And so we really need to be on guard to make sure that we prevent this from being spread. And those same rules apply for, for limiting its spread. The, the protein that the vaccine targets is, is quite large. And um, it's uh, imagine like uh, every target of the vaccine is like a, a single card in a deck of cards. So what we're seeing is that we have like seven changes. So imagine you have a deck of cards that has 52 cards in it. You've still got um, uh, there's not going to be 45 targets for the vaccine. So there's no evidence the vaccine won't work against this new strain. Um, it will. It's just the strain is more easily transmitted. So we we do need to be really careful on, on guard for for a little bit longer. So let's say that you've already had it or that you have had the vaccine and you have these antibodies. Does that mean that if you're exposed to it, you couldn't pass it along to anybody else? Or does it just mean that you couldn't get it? Can you still be a carrier even if you're immune? I guess that's a better way to phrase it. Yeah, and that's a really excellent question. And it's one that we don't know. And it's one that's been tested. So a vaccine stops you getting sick. The antibodies your body makes will actually bind to the virus and stop it replicating in a way that lets you get sick. So it keeps it at very, very low level. It is possible to get a level of immunity where the virus can't ever get in. But we don't commonly get that against viruses. That's very difficult to do. So it can still get in, but your your body clears it before um, it makes enough of itself to make you sick. Now, do we know if that is a low enough number to prevent you infecting other people? It's probably too low of a number for you to infect other people, but we don't have that data yet. So we should be we should be cautious. Um, I think we'd all like to just turn, turn the faucet back on in the summer with everybody vaccinated and go running around. And we may get there, but you know we we need to, we need to understand that immunity a little bit better. I imagine. If we look at other viruses that we have vaccines against, the answer would be yes, but we don't have that data yet. Okay. Now, speaking of that immunity, uh, let's turn now to the idea of, quote-unquote, herd immunity. We've heard a lot of different percentages of what it would take in terms of the amount of people that get the vaccine and then how that would translate into what they call herd immunity. So we had heard that the optimum number, at least a while back, was like 60%. Then it went up to 75%. Now maybe it's 90%. What is that number? Do we know? Is there any way to know? So there's no real way of knowing um, until we get there. You can model it. So computer models have done it. The computer models I saw from maybe... Gosh, maybe in May, said so 71%. Um, but the thing about computer models is all models are wrong, but some are useful. So that's just a way of saying that, you know, computer models can't take into account every variable that there is out there. And the reality is that we, we know we've reached herd immunity 
when when we get there, right? When when we realize that we can go about our daily lives and most people are protected, we shouldn't see herd immunity as kind of this this moving target and like, well, we tried this and it didn't work. Now we tried this. We need to get everybody vaccinated. The the way that we're gonna we're gonna hit this on the head, first of all, we're gonna get testing so we can identify everybody who's sick and the new bill that just got signed has the money in that for for that level of testing. And then the next thing we need to do is we need to get everybody vaccinated. So I don't think it's, you know, for, for everybody to be fair to everybody else, our neighbors, our family, our friends, is that we, you know, when we get the opportunity to be vaccinated, we should be vaccinated. Not not so worry much worry about hitting a specific number, but getting a level of protection where everybody is protected from this thing.